0: The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Bob, your daughter ran away from home?
1: Well, she came home one week after she turned age 17, which has been approximately two weeks ago, and said she was moving out, out of the blue, I've been a single parent for 17 years. I'm on Social Security. We have a nice home. I've tried to be a good parent, but obviously I've failed somehow. I I think I've been overprotective. and. just hasn't came to me and said, we have a problem, we need to talk. Mm -hmm. I try to keep the communication open. I mention it almost daily at the meals. Yeah. But I've done something wrong. She's a wonderful, wonderful person. She's a good student. Her and I did martial arts together. Nice. proud of her butt. Yeah. Out of the clear blue, she walked in after school, grabbed a bag and said, I'm leaving. I'm moving out uh i've tried to remain cool calm and collect and uh talk with the counselor at school my daughter has agreed to meet with me for a few minutes next week yeah but i want to do everything i can do from here on out to make sure i do the right decisions that will help her make the right decisions because it's more about her life than mine really uh I have devoted my life to her, which I think is part of the problem. Okay, so... I haven't really developed outside relationships and stuff. I've just been taking care of her. Uh, Other than be a good listener and not uh, 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 try and come down on her hard for hurting me and stuff, I don't know what else I can do.
0: Okay, well, it sounds like you're incredibly open. I mean, even if, even if we make mistakes as parents, assuming that, you know, it doesn't sound like you were abusive to her at all, it sounds like you were overprotective, you were too much wrapped around her life, and guess what kids want when they're in their later te- especially their later teens? Independence. Independence freedom. and freedom. Independence from whom? The parents. The parents. I remember my kids. And I can remember my daughter shared with me. She said, Mom, you know, when I first learned how to drive, uh, even though I loved you dearly, I just wanted to be with my friends. And she was a good kid, like the way you're describing. So the, the pain that we feel as parents, though, is so poignant. And I think it's a tribute to you to be able to reflect back and say, I know I did some things right. You know, I've been with her, I've devoted my life to her, and I know that there's something to learn here. If you take what's called a learning stance, Bob, instead of an I failed stance, are you hearing the difference there?
1: Yes, yes I am. Ma'am. Then yes, very listening intently. Thank okay. You.
0: Then it it you'll be much easier on yourself. It'll be more like uh I'm curious. I sense I've done something wrong, honey, and I can't quite put my finger on it. I sense that I've been too over-involved in your life. I know I have been. And I never formed the outside friendships. I think it, you know, being a single parent it was a bit of a shock to me and I just never formed those friendships, and I probably relied too much on you as being my best buddy and you know no, uh,
1: no, but pardon me, ma'am. I yeah, hit it exactly on the nail on the head we I let her choose the house we purchased, and yeah. you know we go to the store together and the movies together and shopping together, and you're exactly right, yeah, I did get a car for her, but she hasn't learned how to drive yet. It's home in the garage. Pardon me, I hope I'm not interrupting. No, go ahead. Uh, You're the the important speaker here. Some people, you know, I'm asking everybody. I have to admit I've been very stressed out. And some people say take a hard-nosed attitude. You either do this or else. And other people say, no, keep doing what you're doing. Sit back. You know you love her and she loves you. And she'll make the right decisions at least eventually. Yeah. uh, That's what I'm trying to do, the second choice.
0: Yeah, and what I'm saying is, don't beat up on yourself. Learn from your mistakes. Learn from your missteps. Don't say failure. Say because you know I tried to get my son to clean his room. He lets me talk about this on radio, by the way, because <laughs> um, they're older and they get a kick out of it. Because I was uh, here, I am the psychologist teaching people how to communicate with their parents, with their kids, and very good at it. And then. I just couldn't figure out why I wanted my son to have a clean room when mine wasn't even clean. And one day I was standing on the stairs and I said,
1: Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. (laughs) I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, A Serious Romance Guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting.
0: And one day I was standing on the stairs and I said, why does it bother me so much? I know I should let go, but it's so hard to. And I said, because it means I'm not a good mom if his room's messy. And the minute I... That, talk about hitting the nail on the head. It, it, I thought, oh my God, I've made this into his room into my self-esteem issue. And you don't want to do that. Instead, I took a learning stance from that point on, and I thought, I have been too intrusive in trying to get him to clean his room. And I'm going to back off completely, and however he cleans his room, he cleans it. And guess what happened over time? Not right away. Guess what happened? I became... I just let him do whatever he wanted with his room. You want to take a stab at it?
1: I I do. If I can convince my daughter to come back home and I'll put forth a lot of effort to start having a social life of my own and help her have more outside activities on her own, I think it would be beneficial to both of us because she's very bright, she's a wonderful person, Right. But I think at the age of seventeen, she's not ready to be out on her own.
0: okay, She may differ with you, and you need to listen very carefully because your need for her may be much greater than her need. Uh, for parenting at this point, and she may so thirst for... you I know mean, kids go to college, right? For a feeling of being independent or they get jobs. And you may get closer to her even if she moves up. But the, here's, here's a little sidebar here. Um, I would not use guilt with her, and it sounds like you're not. I would... Uh, the one thing I would... Look for is any evidence that there that she's holding secrets that uh, shouldn't be held. It's you know it sounds like you've you've sounds like you know her so well that it wouldn't be like she's doing drugs on the side or anything crazy like that.
1: I really don't believe so. She's a non-smoker, non-drinker, has no tattoos that I've ever known about. <laughs> okay, uh, she. Up until about six months ago, she did start slacking off on taking care of her little Yorkie, yeah. and she didn't quite come home from school like she used to. So I could see some
0: changes.
1: Wasn't quite as interested in what we're going to have for dinner, but I didn't sense anything other than she just a young person burning. No, nah, that doesn't. Up and
0: listen, herself. I'm going to recommend a book. I know we're nearing the end of time here. So how to talk? How to Talk So Teens Will Listen. Uh, to talk, so teens, teens will listen by Faber and Maslish F A B E R and Maslish um I think it may be on my website drkenner.com there are other yes it is on my website drkenner.com and, um, you know, I, I recommend that. And I recommend just having an attitude of that, that you have, listening to her. If she wants to go on her own and if she's willing to share things for you with you, I think that's important. You need to emphasize to her that not to keep secrets that could be hurtful to you, to keep some open communication. And I think that's what you could accomplish at the counselor's office. Listen, thank you so much for the call, Bob.
1: And thank you very much. You've helped
0: me immensely. Oh, thank program. you. Oh, thank
1: you. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad.
0: Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, The Serious Romance Guidebook by Doctors Kenner and Locke. A difficult problem for those who hold justified resentments is what and how to forgive. By forgive, we do not mean that you should forget the unjust act. You may never erase what happened from your memory, but you may be able to put the injustice into the fuller context of your total relationship history and what your partner did after hurting you. That is, how will your partner repair the damage? Forgiveness also means moving forward. Do not hold a past injustice against your partner as a chronic, grating, irritant, provided you've sufficiently resolved the problem. But be aware that many hurtful partners use this moving on argument to avoid taking responsibility for their actions. For example, can't you just put my affairs in the past and move on? You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.